Hello, and welcome to Surveyor Says, the podcast from the National Society of Professional Surveyors. Today we bring you episode number three, and kicks off what will be a regular feature on this podcast. NSPS proudly brings you Table A Talk with your hosts, NSPS Executive Director Kurt Sumner, and ALTA NSPS Land Title Survey Committee Chair Gary Kent. These episodes will be an extension of the popular land title survey questions often found in the weekly NSPS News and Views newsletter. This week's debut episode will feature some history on the land title survey. So please join Kurt and Gary now with Table A Talk, right here on Surveyor Says. Welcome. Today we are expanding our podcast. Up until now, we have only posted, actually, our interviews with the vice presidential candidates for the upcoming election. And as we had reported from the beginning, this is going to be an expanding opportunity for us to communicate. We're going to be talking about a lot of different things. Uh, But we thought maybe a good way to start, simply because we're deep into the process now, maybe deep's not the right word, but we're into the process now, in terms of the next iteration of the ACSM NSPS uh, ALT uh, standards. And so who else better to talk to than Gary Kent, who's chair of our joint committee. And we just had a meeting in Texas of the whole committee, ACS, our NSPS and ALTA uh, representatives, went over a lot of interesting comments, questions, ideas, more to come. But we thought this would be a good opportunity for us to provide this to you as our audience. So then you would have the opportunity to come back to us. And maybe this will be a reminder. If you've got something on your mind, you ought to tell us about it. So with that, I'm going to let Gary maybe give a little introduction about his thoughts on the way we're doing this. And then we'll get into some topics that we hope will be helpful to you. So welcome, Gary. Thanks for joining me. Hi, Kurt. Yeah, thanks. I, I think this is a great idea. Uh, and a, and a wonderful way to reach out and and get good information out to the members in uh, in ways that that they're probably looking for. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. And as you say, we are in the in the midst of the next version, so uh, it's timely for sure. Exactly. And and speaking of timeliness and and the standards in general, uh, one thing that I find sometimes as I'm talking to people is that. Maybe they don't really even understand the history of how these standards came to be. How did they come along and why did we do it? So maybe you could share a little bit of that history. Yeah, so uh, as as the economy grew and as we started getting um, land conveyances and uh, um, transactions that involved people from across the country and entities from across the country, uh, the land title folks, which at the time was the American Title Association, uh, saw the need for some sort of standardized way uh, of documenting surveys and, and so that they had expectations of things that they needed in order to feel comfortable that they had the information uh, they needed in order to issue a title policy. Uh, and yet there was nothing standardized across the country so what they got from someone in Portland, Maine might be uh, completely different from what they might get from someone in Portland, Oregon and and all points in between. So 
1962, uh, they, um, and actually I don't know exactly how all this transpired. We might be able to find it in some of the old information, but I've, my presumption is that um, the American Title Association approached ACSM at the time on collaborating on a set of national standards. And, um, and that's what was done. That was uh, the very first set, came out in 1962. Uh, they were quite similar to some earlier standards that ACSM had, but uh, these were jointly adopted and, uh, and endorsed by the American Title Association and ACSM. 1962. Uh, a lot of what's in the 62 standards is quite similar to what's in the standards today. Of course, in 2005, we kind of reformatted, or 2011, we kind of reformatted everything, but, uh, but a lot of the information is still the same. So those standards were out there. They were not used much for quite a long period of time really uh, until the mid 80s when I think the banking laws started to get uh, loosened up a little bit and you had money from lenders you know, crossing uh, something besides county lines or staying, staying besides inside county lines, how it, it often was before. And so there became a need to revisit those and kind of bring those up to uh, uh, current expectations because we now had banks from Seattle financing deals in Atlanta and, you know, attorneys from all over the country. So, uh, so the standards were revisited in 1986 between uh, what was by now the American Land Title Association and uh, NACSM. They were revised uh, and one of the things that happened during that revision, they were adopted by the, the organizations, is that there's a group inside ALTA called Lenders Council who are the, the attorneys who represent lenders. And, and they had uh, many of their own uh, concerns and things that they wanted to see on surveys. And, and ALTA had kind of made a, a, a strategic or a, a tactical error by not inviting them in to the conversation. And so in 1988, there was a second revision, uh, and that is what resulted in what is today Table A. It was originally called Table 3, but that was the input from the lenders saying we need, you know, we need some other options because our, our folks sometimes need additional information. Uh, so we had, the, had the, the 62 standards revised in 86, revised again in 88. Um, I got involved in 1988, and um, you'll recall Mary Fiant was chair of the committee. Bob Foster was very involved in all of it, and uh, and eventually I ended up kind of chair of the of the committee in about '95, I think. In the meantime, we went through another revision in 1992, and uh, and about that time we decided that we were not going to revise the standards. Uh, you know, every time we turned around, we started looking at a, a five-year time frame. So we revised them again in 97 and then and then jettisoned that five years and, and did a revision in 99. I don't remember exactly why we did that. But since then, uh, 2005 and then 2011, and of course, we're currently on 2016. So we are in the, whatever that is, eighth or ninth iteration of those standards. And uh, each time I think they've gotten better. Uh, I think we, uh, and that's reflected by the, uh, 
the suggestions that we get, which are not as pointed and as, as uh, uh, I think, concerning, you know, raising seriously concerning issues like we had earlier on. So I'm pretty pleased with where we're at. And uh, again, we are committed to about every five years, uh, not sooner than every five years, uh, which is why we're now looking at, uh, at a set that we would expect if everything goes as as we would plan to be uh, out in the spring or in, uh, in February of, of uh, 2021. One of the things that I found interesting and in being a part of this, and honestly, I don't remember when I got involved. I was probably somewhere in NSPS leadership at the time, uh, but I, it's been a great, it's, it's fun, really, I think, and maybe that's the wrong word to use, but I really enjoy that interaction, not only with our own group, but with the, with the LTA group as well. I think that everybody comes into it, I think, with the concept and the attitude of let's make sure this works well for, for everybody. I, I've never been to a meeting and maybe in earlier meetings that you were in, but certainly I don't recall ever being in a meeting where there were any camps established where no. somebody said, no, it's my, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, no, I think uh, that, that's a really good point. And I, and I think there have been misperceptions or misconceptions that, you know, that the title people come in and say, well, here's how it has to be. And, and I have never, ever experienced that. It's uh, it's exactly as you say, uh, they are uh, concerned that what gets written works for us. Uh, and in fact, you've been in meetings where they, they raise questions uh, about our liability and like, are you guys sure that's going to be OK? Uh, and uh, and I think it's it's been helpful for me to have gotten uh, pretty involved in ALTA. Uh, and I've got uh, a couple of close friends who own title companies and, uh, you know, having having taught on the committee has been helpful. So we've got, a, I think, a really good uh, uh, idea of what goes on on the title side, too. So so between the two, the two groups, ALTA and NSPS, I think it's a, a mutually uh, respectful uh, effort and, uh, and everybody's concerned to make sure this works for all parties. Yeah, another thing I found interesting is that from the the ALTA side, I'd hate to say it that way, but uh, from their representatives, one of the things that that struck me when I first got involved in it is that some of them actually have surveying routes too. Yeah, well, absolutely, which is which uh, I think has been really helpful. Uh, so, yeah, we've probably got we've got one person on the committee who is presumably a member. Of course, I'm a member of both organizations, but I think another person who's a member of both organizations who, in fact, is a surveyor on the, the uh, title side. And that's a, a really helpful thing. I think the other thing that always grabs me is each time we roll out a new version, instantaneously we begin to get comments about how to fix it. Yeah, yes. You know, it, it, that is funny. Uh, normally, I am asked to do my first program on the new standards before they even go into effect. And, uh, and I usually come out of that, uh, that session with some suggestions uh, for the next time around, even though the, uh, the new ones aren't even in effect yet, which, which is good. Uh, it's, a little, it's a little disappointing sometimes, but... Uh, but you know, we we all try to do the best, and yet we know uh, we know sometimes after you know, upon reflection, and we look at it and go, yeah, we we could have done better with that, even though we've got 
you know, some of the smartest people in the room, uh, both on the title side and on the, on the survey side. Sometimes we, uh, we miss it just a little bit. Yeah, I, I find that too. Sometimes when you'll see a question, you'll think, well, you know, I really didn't think about it that way. <laughs> um, not to say it wasn't a valid point. I mean, it's just different things. Things approach or come to people differently. And so it's good yeah. to hear that. Yeah, and, and actually that's one reason that we have opened this up. And and as you know, I have a uh, an email group of about 300 people that I send out to because we truly do want input. Is that because for uh, if among other reasons for the one that you just said, which is, you know, we can get all of us in the room and there's, you know, a dozen or six attorneys, six surveyors, we're all thinking the same way. And it takes somebody from outside to say, well, wait a minute. Uh, I'm, I'm hearing that to mean this. And, uh, and so I think that input from, uh, and we literally have, I, I would, kind of be surprised if I don't have uh, people from every single state on that list. And we invite comments. We want comments and suggestions. And uh, I, I think that that makes for a better uh, for a better set of standards and also for a more open uh, uh, process. Uh, as, as you know, my commitment is to document every single suggestion that comes in. I don't vet them. I don't think to myself, that's a bad suggestion. I'm not going to put it on the list. Every single suggestion that comes in gets on the list. And every single suggestion is considered by both uh, the uh, land title side and the survey side. Yeah, that was another thing I was going to ask you about because I've never really focused in on it as much. And that is, what is the percentage, for lack of a better word, but what's the incidence of the comments we get from the surveyor community versus from the title community. Are they about equal or how does that typically work out? Uh, I, I I would say there's many more comments that come from the survey side. Uh, there are comments that come from the title side and they're, and they're usually pretty good. Um, it's, uh, it's interesting. Uh, the, the comments coming from the survey side, I think uh, a lot of times, really don't take into account uh, what we know the title folks need. Uh, I think, you know, sometimes we're, you know, we're looking at our situation and saying, well, that's, you know, that's not good. I, I really don't want to have to be able to do that without recognizing that, well, there's a reason that the title people need this. Now, maybe we can reward it uh, and we probably can. We can probably make it better so that it, it works both for the surveyors and the title folks still get what they need, but uh, but it's very easy to to uh, overlook that everything in there has a has a reason, and we can't just say well we don't want to do that you know because uh, the title folks need that and that's one of the things I talk about when I do seminars, as you know, is to try and help the surveyors understand this is this is why they need this bit of information. If we need to reword it, we can do that. Uh, but we can't just jettison, uh, you know, whole, wholeheartedly a, a lot of stuff. So now that we're where we are in the process in this next iteration, uh, I'm assuming that we're anticipating we'll continue to get comments for a while. Yes. Uh, in fact, I get comments every week. I just had a comment yesterday. 
they have slowed down, even that I, and I sent the, the uh, list of suggestions out the other day to show, because uh, one of the things I do is I keep track of, of how each suggestion is, uh, you know, the disposition of each, whether it was rejected and, and generally why, or if it was accepted. And then uh, eventually I will be uh, getting all that into draft form for everyone to consider, which is you know, where it gets more important, which is, okay, we think that's a, a good idea. Let's get the words right uh, in there. So uh, yeah, we, we continue to want suggestions. And uh, I think when the, when the drafts start coming out, uh, we'll, we'll probably get kind of a flurry of more of them as people critique the exact wording that we're proposing, which is which is absolutely good. Right. Uh, we we need, we need those critiques. Yeah, and that that's all the more reason to, you know, people say, "Wow, we're a few years out here." Well, we're really not. By the time we go through that process of releasing the preliminary and then adjusting to that, we're well. I hope we're right on time. I don't think we're behind. But the point is, it's not too soon. No, no, it's not too soon. As as you know, it takes uh, it takes about two years to get through it all, um, uh, and we I, I think we're cutting into that a little bit. We can maybe cut that down to uh, you know a, a little less than two years, but it's still a pretty long process. And uh, and you know, need, they need to go to the two organizations uh, in uh, less than a year now. Uh, and so we have to have a draft going so that everybody has plenty of time to think about it and comment and that the committee then has time to review those comments and make adjustments as necessary. So it's a really quite an iterative process and I, I don't want to rush it. I, I like taking the amount of time that, that we, that we can because I think it makes for a better, a better product. Right. And then of course it has to get on the agenda for both organizations to consider and that, Right. That's a process as well. So that, that is a process, and as as you know, we normally have a joint committee meeting, and it's normally in August of the year before. So that'll be this this coming August, where we sit down and literally, you know, word for word, go through the entire new draft and uh, and tweak it and make adjustments if necessary, and then that ends up being what we take to the organizations, which you know, pretty much needs to be ready to go by September or so because it's going to go uh, to the organizations by uh, October. And, uh, and and we need to have everything in order by then. Yeah, uh, I think probably the most astonishing thing of all of this is how quickly five years goes and the fact that we're as close as we are. <laughs> oh, yeah, I I agree. It's just, it, uh, it's just kind of mind-boggling how quickly we get through it. Well... We've probably spent uh, 20, 25 minutes or something, and we wanted to keep these fairly short so we keep people's attention. So I really wanted to sort of lay out that process today so we could share that with everybody. And then we're going to be doing this again over a period of time, and we'll come back and maybe we'll even get feedback from people to say, why don't you talk about this or whatever. Uh, but I just thought today would be a good way to, to lay that groundwork for moving ahead and get this one under our belt and be ready to go. Yeah, I, I, I love the idea and I, I think it's great. We will, uh, you know, we, we'll talk about FAQs, frequently asked questions, which as, as you know, we've talked about putting together a document for both organizations to have, but 
Uh, there are a lot of frequently asked questions that we can address on here and, uh, and hopefully help people. I mean, our, our goal is to help them do as good a job as they can uh, on a land title survey and so that they have fewer questions and fewer problems and, uh, and the transaction closes and everybody's happy. And, we, and the surveyor gets paid. <laughs> Speaking of that, by the way, I guess we need to keep track of things as we discuss them because perhaps in the future, when somebody asks a question about a particular thing, we can say, go listen to that podcast. Oh, yeah. Yes, that's uh, actually we do need to do that. Yeah. yeah, it'd be a great resource, I think, for people. Uh, yeah, I would. I would hope so. Well, thanks, Gary, for being with me today. It's great to get this thing rolling and get started. And I'm excited about it and also obviously excited about the podcast process. And uh, I think this is going to be one of our, our good ones. Not that we'll have any bad ones, but this one will certainly be beneficial. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm excited also, Kurt, and looking forward to the next one. Thank you, sir. been listening to table a talk here on the surveyor says podcast make sure and visit the nsps website for announcements about this podcast as well as everything in the nsps universe please follow us on all the normal socials and subscribe to this podcast on most audio providers and always remember it's a great day to be a surveyor <laughs>